Welcome to Salt and Light with Pastor Rodney Finch. Salt and Light is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel, Cary. Jesus, speak to me. Open your word and reveal your heart to me. Salt and Light is a series of verse-by-verse studies through the Bible, focusing on its practical application to our everyday lives. Salt and Light is recorded live at Calvary Chapel, Cary, in Apex, North Carolina. Stay tuned. At the end of the program, we will give you information on how to contact us, so be sure to have a pen and paper ready. Today, Pastor Rodney will be teaching a special message, so grab your Bibles and follow along. Now with today's teaching, here's Pastor Rodney. Ephesians chapter 6, were you with me last Sunday or last Wednesday? We were... We began a series on holy prayer, and I'm going to encourage you to get here next Wednesday night as well, because we're going to look at the model prayer. Some people call it the Lord's Prayer. If you don't have a Bible, just share with somebody, because we ain't going to be long tonight. Thank you, Eddie. Thank you, ushers. Um, Some people call the, 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 the prayer that we're going to talk about next week the Lord's Prayer, and, uh, but it's not the Lord's Prayer, it's the model prayer, and that's what we're going to talk about um, next Wednesday night. You don't want to miss it. Please come, bring a friend, and uh, we'll have a good time of worship. And as we continue to talk about in this season, holy prayer, holy prayer. Ephesians chapter 6, let me have your attention. There is an author and Bible scholar, actually, his name is F.B. Meyer, and he said... In his book, The Secret of Guidance, he said, The great tragedy of life is not unanswered prayer, but unoffered prayer. The great tragedy of life is not unanswered prayer, but unoffered prayer. Instead of it being something we do every day, like breathing and eating and walking and talking, prayer seems to have become like that glass, little glass-covered box on the wall that says, Break in case of emergency. Isn't that true? You know, I heard this story of a man who encountered some trouble while flying his airplane. And he called the control tower and he said, pilot the tower. I'm 300 miles from the airport, 600 feet above the ground, and I'm out of fuel. I'm descending rapidly. Please advise. Over. Tower to pilot. Come in. The dispatcher began. Repeat after me. Our Father, who art in heaven... Isn't it true? Prayer has become associated with crisis in our life. It's very true. Again, if you were with us last week, we began a series on holy prayer, and we talked about who is God, and I thought that we should begin with who is God, because when we pray, it is good to understand who we're praying to and the power that he has to answer our prayer. If we are praying to a God that we don't believe has the power to answer our prayer, well, then we'll probably not pray. So we talked about the omniscience of God. Were you with me? The omnipotence of God and the, 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 the all knowledge and the omnipresence of God. We talked about that. And that's important. If you missed that teaching, I encourage you to pick it up. So in a few short moments today, I want to talk to you. Before we get to our communion, I want to talk to you about effective prayer. 
And I'm going to give you quickly, get your pen, I'm going to give you quickly six areas of effective prayer. Six areas of effective prayer. Certainly we could talk about this subject for the next two weeks, but we're just going to touch on it tonight, all right? Six areas of effective prayer. Number one, we ought to pray always. We should pray always. Somebody say amen. And number two, we should pray with all prayer. And number three, we should pray in the spirit. And number four, we should pray being watchful. And number five, we should pray with all perseverance. And number six, we should pray for the saints. Pray always. Just write down, pray always. Then write with all prayer. That's number two. Number three, in the spirit. Number four, being watchful. Number five, praying with all perseverance. And number six, finally, pray for the saints. Six areas of effective prayer, and I should hope after tonight you'll include some, if not all, of these areas uh, in your prayer, okay? Ephesians chapter 6, saints, we're looking at one verse tonight. Ephesians chapter 6, we're looking at verse 18. If you're looking at verse 18, say amen. Amen. Praying always, Paul says, with what, saints? All prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Stop right there, saints. Give me your attention. A few things about prayer I want to tell you really quickly before we look at the outline. First of all, I want to tell you simply that prayer does work. Prayer does work. And prayer does make a difference in two ways. Number one, prayer changes you. As you pray, you turn your thoughts to God and his power, and so it changes you. And secondly, I believe prayer changes the world around us. Not because it changes God, but because God has ordained that he will work through our prayers. And also, I want to tell you that prayer is a dialogue, not a monologue. That's important. They're all important, but that's important. Prayer is a dialogue, not a monologue. Now, in our text, Paul tells us what kind of prayer works or what kind of prayers are effective. Number one in our outline, prayers that we pray, that we should always pray. Verse 18 tells us, praying always. When Paul says pray always, listen, he doesn't mean always saying prayers. Hmm? When Paul says pray always, he doesn't mean always saying prayers. There's no way that we could always be saying prayers. If we were always saying prayers, then we wouldn't work. We wouldn't, if we don't work, we wouldn't eat. And some of y'all know that ain't happening. (laughs) Amen. So he doesn't mean that we always are saying prayers. Prayer always means to constantly stay in communion with God. Well, that's a little more realistic. Constantly staying in communion with God. It means to keep the prayer line open. It means to keep the receiver off the hook. 
You've heard me say many times, the strength of prayer has nothing to do with the length of prayer. The strength of prayer, listen to me, the strength of prayer has nothing to do with the length of prayer. And some people think that if I pray long, then I'm praying strong. Am I right about it? If they pray long, they pray strong. And you know, if you know somebody that prays long, don't ask them to pray before you eat. Hey, man, they gonna sit there while the food get cold while you calling out to God and blessing the curtains and blessing the carpet and Lord, we thank you for the shag carpet. What? No, the shag carpet. No, no. Some people think long prayers mean strong prayers. You know, again, I mentioned to you, we're gonna look at it next week. The model prayer, the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples to pray. Listen was 65 words long, 65 words in length, 65 words would take approximately 30 minutes, 30 seconds to pray. The model prayer covers the whole scope of our need and his worthiness. We'll talk about that next week. Abraham Lincoln's Gettysburg Address has 250 words. The Declaration of Independence has 200 words. The Constitution of the United States has 7,000 words. The Ten Commandments has 270, or pardon me, 297 words. The United States Tax Code has 7 million words. (laughs) Now, does that not tell you why nobody understands it? 7 million words. The Bible has approximately 700,000 words. And the model prayer contains 65 words, short, concise, and complete. We'll talk about it next week. The strength of prayer comes out of a humble heart. God is more concerned about our heart and the, the, and the, and than the content, than our loud prayers or our long prayers. He's more concerned about the heart of our prayers, not the length of our prayers. Point number two, Paul tells us, pray with all prayer. Pray, look at verse 16. Praying always with all prayer. Praying with all prayer indicates there are different kinds of prayers. There are different kinds of prayers. There are general prayers. General prayers have the idea of worship. Watch this, you're going to love this. Worship, devotion, adoration, and communion. Adoration, confession, write it down this way. Adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication. You can remember that as acts. A-C-T-X, A-C-T-S, acts. Adoration, confession, thanksgiving, supplication. Adoration means adoring God who has called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. Somebody say amen. Adoration would focus on the characteristics of God. Omnipotent, omniscient, he's faithful, he's a creative God. Confession it would, 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 would speak to the fact that we praise God and we're remembering who God is. We're also remembering who we are. Okay, it's one thing to remember who God is. It's another thing. Didn't we just sing a song like that? Yeah. It's one thing to remember who God is. It's another thing to remember who you are and how weak we are. 
Confession, we're agreeing with God concerning what he says about us. That's confession. And then thanksgiving, Acts, A-C-T-S, thanksgiving. We're always thanking God for our family and our friends and our salvation, aren't we? But somebody once said, count your blessings and name them one by one. But according to the Bible, saints, listen, we always thank God for our family and friends. But we should thank God for the trials and tribulations as well. That's hard to do. James 1, 2, 4, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience and let patience have its perfect work, that you might be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. And then supplication, supplication, or petition. Let me just say two things quickly about petition, because we don't usually have a problem requesting or asking God anything, do we? First of all, let me say, no is sometimes the best answer to our prayers. Am I right about it? No is a good answer to your prayer. Because sometimes we think we know. And we don't know. God knows. So God says no. And you want that thing so bad. And God says no. And then later on you find out, I'm glad I didn't get that thing that God wanted me to have. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I'm glad I didn't get that thing that God wanted me to have. So no is a good answer. And then number two, we can be confident God will say yes if our petitions are based on his promises. So we've considered adoration and confession and thanksgiving and supplication. I encourage you to use all of these as parts of your prayer. And then praying with all prayers include, let me tell you, intercession. Intercession. You know, this is the area of prayer that I call the area of work. This is the area of work. Worshiping God isn't work. Petition isn't work because we can ask God all the time and we do. Petition is not work because we are naturally interested in our own needs. But when we begin to intercede for other people, that's work, that's labor. When you reach out beyond yourself and beyond your needs to the needs of others, praying for people to be released from a stronghold of the devil, praying for your children to be released from the stronghold of the devil. That's, that's interceding. Praying for chains to be loosed and blinders to be removed from the eyes of people. That's intercession. Praying always. Praying with all prayer, number two. Praying with supplication in the spirit, number three. Now, there's a lot of discussion as to what that means to pray in the spirit, saints. Some people say that it means to pray while you're speaking in tongues. And some people say, you've heard, you've heard it before, some people say to pray in the Spirit means to pray under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, and that's possible. Uh, some people say that praying in the Spirit means you're praying in the will of God and prayers that are from his throne. Certainly that's possible. You know, it's a good thing when somebody asks you to pray and, 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 you, and you ask the Spirit how to pray. Thank you, Lord. It's a good thing when somebody asks you to pray and you say, okay, let's pray. But before you like jump into the prayer, how about just taking just a second? Remember, the strength of prayer has nothing to do with the length of prayer. You can say it really quick. 
Lord, how to pray. Don't just start praying rattling off some prayers. And I don't know that there's anything wrong with that per se, but I do think that there's something very valuable in asking the Lord how to pray for them. I think of Romans chapter 8 says, Likewise, the Spirit also helps our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. You know, this is one of the most fascinating. Leave that verse here for a second, please. This is one of the most fascinating verses in the Bible, to me, in the New Testament. One of them. They're all fascinating, but this one's really good. Now, he who searches the hearts knows what is the mind of the spirit because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. It begins with likewise. Let me hit the first part. Likewise, the spirit also helps our weaknesses for we do not know. Are y'all with me tonight? We do not know what we should pray for as we ought. That's why it's good to start prayer with Lord. How do you want me to pray? Then, you know, hey, pray for me. Okay, good. Come on, let's grab hands. Come on, let's pray. Take a second. Everybody's quiet. Take a second. Lord, in your spirit. Lord, lead me in prayer. That's a good way to pray. I'm putting the cookies on the shelf where the kids can get them. Right? The spirit helps. The spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. So in other words, when you're praying, the Spirit of God is helping you pray. And even if you don't know how to pray, you can just kind of groan in the, love this verse, you can just kind of groan in the Spirit, and God takes that groaning and interprets that groaning according to His will and according to His plan. He knows your heart. So when you're praying for your kids and you say, Lord, help my kids. Lord, because I don't know if they're going to make it. Mm-hmm. Lord, matter of fact, I know they ain't going to make it. Mm-hmm. God, they ain't made it yet. Mm-hmm. Lord, they keep asking me for money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you think that's really funny, don't you? <laughs> I do too, actually. (laughs) The Bible says he takes, this is the Bible, I'm not making it up. The Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. So that's a good thing, because we don't always have to know the right words. And we don't always have to have the right words, because I can tell you, most of the times I don't think I have the right words. But I'm being obedient to pray because God told me to pray. And then God's going to take those prayers and take those groanings and take those words and sentences that don't really make a whole lot of sense. And he's going to answer them according to his will. That's good news, saints. That's good news. Likewise, the Spirit also helps us in our weaknesses. Paul tells us, got to move on. Paul says, be watchful. Be watchful. Be watchful. All right. Look at verse 18. Being watchful. That means praying with your eyes open while you're driving on the freeway. (laughs) If y'all read the Greek language, you would know that's what it says. It means keep your eyes open. Actually, watchful means to be sleepless, to keep awake, to be attentive, 
to be ready. Watchful doesn't mean you don't physically sleep. Sleep is essential for the human body. You know that being watchful means you don't spiritually sleep. You're awake and you're highly sensitive to the still small voice of God. Being watchful to this end with all perseverance. Many times when God doesn't answer quick enough, we want to give up, don't we? Be watchful. We want to get up, give, give up just because God is, is, is not moving quick enough. And many times we give up just before God is going to give us the breakthrough. We give up. Pray with all perseverance. That means keep on praying and don't give up. It means remain devoted to prayer. That's good. In his book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, Dale Carnegie tells of Mr. Darby, a wealthy insurance broker from the East. Listen who was caught up with the gold fever and headed out to Colorado, he did some prospecting and discovered a very rich vein of gold in the Rockies. True story. He returned to the East and convinced all of his friends to invest their money in mining venture. They formed a corporation, bought some heavy equipment, mined this very wealthy vein of gold in Colorado. Well, about the time that the corporation paid off all of its debts, the vein of gold ran out. The investors kept digging until they ran themselves in debt again. And then finally, one day, a discouraged Mr. Darby ordered an end to the digging. And he closed the mine. He went into Denver and he sold the mining equipment to junk dealers for a few hundred dollars. Mr. Darby headed back home. The junk dealer hired a geologist to study the mine. And the geologist came back with this report. If you'll dig three feet past the point where Mr. Darby quit, you'll find gold. And the junk dealer began, became the wealthiest mine owner in the state of Colorado. Think about that, saints. Just three more feet. Saints, listen, you got to keep praying. And sometimes if you'd only have prayed three more days or three more weeks or even three more months, but the point is to persevere and don't give up. And I wonder how many times we stop short of victory. If you'd only given your marriage a little more time. Hmm. If you'd only kept going to church a few more weeks. Or you'd only kept going to fellowship a few more weeks. Or you made it to a couple of prayer meetings. If only. The point is, don't give up. Don't give up. Praying, always being Watchful, Paul says. And notice he says in verse 18 again, praying for all the saints. We can learn a lot out of this one verse, can't we? Praying for all the saints. Now, in the Greek language, praying for all the saints means praying for all the saints. Amen. One Sunday school, a young child was acting up during the morning worship service. The parents did their best to maintain some sense of order in the pew, but they lost the battle. Well, finally, the father picked the little boy up, walked sternly up the aisle on his way out. Just before reaching a foyer, the boy called out loudly to the congregation, pray for me, pray for me. (laughs) Amen. Amen. We'll pray for you. (laughs) Praying for all the saints. Pray for me. You don't know what to pray for? Pray for me. Pray for me. Pray for the leaders. Pray for your church. Pray for the churches in our community. Pray for the worship team. Pray for Marlo. Pray for 
for for <laughs> what? Cause he has six kids. <laughs> Where you at, Marlo? Where you at? Where you at, Marlo? Why are you trying to bend down in the seat? You know you can't hide. Your wife sitting right there. You got one daughter with you. Where the other eight? Uh, <laughs> Marlo, go to your church. You just increased in size, just like that. Church grew, just just like that. Pray for the church. Pray, pray for the body of Christ. Pray, pray for the churches in our area. Pray for Hope Community and pray for the Potter's House over here and pray for, um, you know, the, the church in the, the Bikers Church in Fuquay. Pray for, pray for, pray for the church. The church, we need your prayers. Pastors need your prayers. Leaders need your prayers. You have been listening to Salt and Light, a radio outreach ministry of Pastor Rodney Finch in Calvary Chapel, Cary, located in Apex, North Carolina. Join Pastor Rodney Monday through Friday at this same time. For information regarding service times, you can contact us at 1-800-293-0923. That's 1-800-293-0923. You may listen to today's broadcast in its entirety by visiting the Media Library on our website at cccarry.org. We would like to thank you for tuning in to Salt and Light and pray that you have been blessed. Until next time, may you be salt and light.